So this year, we're looking to start um, something a little bit different. If you've noticed during our business meetings, monthly business meetings, there has been a uh, pastor's report giving some updates about ministry that's going on from discipleship to preaching to different things going on that we wanted to give uh, your attention to. Um, Hopefully, everybody has received the uh, FBC Gallatin year-end ministry report that includes both 2020 and 2021 to get us caught up through the pandemic. We didn't um, have this before, so I wanted to get us caught up. I, uh, it's my intention, it's Pastor Wood and, and my attention to encourage you all to remember the ministry that we've done. It's easy to forget the ministry of our church, but to be able to highlight and to remember the ministry of our church is just something that I think will encourage our hearts and motivate us going forward even as well. So this is uh, Pastor Wood and my uh, report wanting to give a, an overview, um, and I want to share that with you. But before we begin, I just want to pray, asking God for help um, before we dive into these very important updates uh, as it relates to the ministry of our church. Pray with me, church. Father, we are so thankful for the way that you have blessed our church. We're thankful for the work that you're doing in and through our church, even the ministry that you're doing through the people that are in this room. We could never keep track of all the things that have been done here at our church. There's just so much going on and so much great ministry, Uh, but we do want to remember the God-glorifying ministry that's been done here that you've called us to, O Lord. And we want to be encouraged this evening to begin our business meeting. And we do pray, Lord, that you would uh, bless um, this time and encourage us as we see the things that you've done. We say this in Christ's name. Amen. We're just going to go through each one, and we're going to discuss them together. The first thing that we want to look at here at our church is that the word was preached. A church that doesn't preach the word is not a true church. In fact, God calls us to be preaching the word. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, it says this, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge, the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and teaching. In the last couple years, the word has been preached in a variety of settings. In our Sunday morning worship services, if you remember back through the pandemic even, we looked at online only the gospel from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1 to 8, from a Good Friday service into a Easter Sunday morning service, uh, and we were able to see the gospel from that passage. We also, after that, during the pandemic, had a series, Evening Worship in the Morning, where we looked at a three-part series, including uh, to, to model our congregational corporate prayer service that we do in the evenings that during the pandemic, not many had gone to that meeting because it was early on uh, that the pandemic hit after the ministry, this ministry was happening, and uh, we modeled that in, in Sunday morning, and we also prayed to God through the pandemic. What a blessing that that was. 
And then we looked at 1 John, 20 sermons through 1 John in a series titled Evidence and Assurance, where we saw our assurance of salvation and and how that uh, relates to the evidences of genuine conversion from that book. We also looked at Genesis chapters 1 through 11 in a series titled Creation, Fall, and Consequences, 12 different sermons through the foundational portions of Scripture, such a foundational portion dealing with creation, the image of God, and the fall and its consequences. Then in in 2021, we began with a series on Centered Commitments, four-part series exploring the key commitments of our church, of expository preaching, intentional discipleship, and the Great Commission. We moved on and we saw another series titled Understanding Ordinances and Membership, which was kind of a makeshift impromptu series, if you remember, beginning with the Lord's Supper the year before, then dealing with baptism the year later, and then a couple more sermons on church membership. Then we got into the Gospel of Matthew, even this past year in, into the, the beginning of uh, end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, Kingdom Come. 21 sermons were preached through uh, the Gospel of Matthew from chapters 1 to 7, spanning from the birth of Christ uh, to the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus' famous sermon. Jude was a series discerning, uh, discerning counterfeit teachers that Pastor Wood began, and he preached three sermons in that series, and he's continuing to preach that intermittently. The word was preached on Sunday morning. Exploring the Psalms, we had selective expositions in the Psalms, four, four of them so far, but we'll probably see some other Psalms into the future as well. We recently uh, looked at a series on intentional discipleship, which is a three-part series encouraging men, women, and children to follow Jesus together. And now we just began uh, the Galatians series, of course. There'll be six of them by year's end, focusing on the gospel of justification as opposed to the false gospels of legalistic works. And then there were many individual sermons preached by different preachers. Pastor Wood and myself and Scott uh, preached Different missionary preached. We had him come and preach for us. Our our children's home director came and preached on a Sunday morning, as well as our former interim uh, pastor. uh, And many different people were able to preach. And then also we had a a young man from the the, the ministry that I had in California came and preached as well to us. Praise God for that. Sunday evening service. We also preached the word in the evenings, and the congregation then would respond in prayer. In the last couple of years here, through even the pandemic, there were 29 uh, shorter sermons preached during our bi-monthly prayer services by multiple preachers, including myself, uh, Woods, Scott, and even Micah. What a blessing, the Lord, that we could hear the word. Sermon texts were chosen in that evening service by the, the daily Bible reading by the Robert Murray McShane plan that we implemented and that we've been, many of us have been going through the last two years. Sermons from Genesis, Romans, Job, Luke, Psalms, Proverbs, Acts, Ephesians, 1 Kings, um, 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 2 Samuel, Revelation, Exodus, Ecclesiastes, Deuteronomy, Mark, Philippians, 2 Timothy, and uh, Isaiah. A lot of good ministry done in that evening service. Then in our monthly business meetings, as we see 
here uh, this evening. Um, uh, I took over the moderator role sometime last year, and also I was teaching through our church covenant. Um, we, we looked at the church covenant in five short sermons, reminding us all about how we have agreed to live with one another in the church. And then we also have uh, started this past year another series during our business meetings, Understanding Our Church Doctrine. We've seen seven short sermons so far through the Baptist Faith and Message, uh, which is our key uh, doctrinal understanding that we would hold to as a church, and that's going to continue on to 2022 as well. And by the way, in our state association meeting, one of the, the resolutions that we voted on was that pastors would teach doctrine so that we might know what we believe. And so that was kind of neat to see that that was something that multiple churches and, and pastors and, and, and members of churches and representatives um, all saw as an important thing. And it's, it was great that we had started it and looking forward to continuing that next year. Reach youth group. The word was preached. The book of Ephesians series with J.D. Greer, they discussed this topic about the church. What makes up a church with the youth? Then a sermon series on control or a discussion series led by D.A. Horton sorry, and Wood led the discussions and applied these to the daily lives on the topic of control. A topic of doctrine, speaking of the importance of teaching doctrine, a series on with Francis Chan studying the core doctrines. The youth were diving into that. The question, uh, another thing as it relates to apologetics is can I ask that, which is a study over some big spiritual questions that the youth did. Then there was quick answers on apologetics, uh, and then there was a who is Jesus, um, and that was a blessing dealing with um, the person of Christ, and then also um, uh, the Chosen series was explored with discussions during our youth ministry, and then many, many topical lessons from bullying, um, issues of suicide, to work through that and discuss and encourage them, the kids, and depression, and the power of words and how they can hurt, and then friendships as well. Praise God for the word being preached. We're not a church if we don't preach the word. The word must go out. A lot of good ministry that we could look back on. Also, at First Baptist Church of Gallatin, people were discipled the last two years. Matthew 28 and verse 18 says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You remember back in the sermon series on the Great Commission? The Great Commission work also happens within the doors of the church because the church is where we teach others to obey all that Jesus has commanded. Discipleship goes on here. Intentional discipleship table talks, kind of a, a test group was started in 2020. And within the last two years, from 2020 to 2021 this year, we're going to be meeting again next week, there'll be about 40 meetings diving into areas of Bible and doctrine and practical ministry, encouraging one another. From that, we launched the co-ed discipleship table talks, and we had our first fall semester this past year, this past fall, and we've got semesters planned into the future as well. Eight meetings uh, for our first one here in 2021 where we focused on the issue of getting the gospel right, discussing caring for one another and discipling one another. 
our Sunday morning Bible studies, great teaching. I, I sat into multiple different classes with, with, with people teaching and discussing the Word of God. The Word was being discipled and taught into people's lives, and, and people were, are growing through that ministry. Weekly staff devotionals. Uh, well, not every week, but uh, they were at least scheduled every week, right, guys? Uh, and then we would have them, and we would discuss and pray for one another and discuss various resources and books of the Bible and things of that nature. Wednesday, Pioneer Clubs. Kids were discipled and taught the gospel. Wednesday, Reach Youth Group. Same thing going on, discipleship. Uh, There were two baptisms um, and two new members were taken in in 2020 and then another in 2021 with the baptisms and membership process led by the pastors. Church members uh, attended a Nine Marks conference at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in February of 2020. Uh, a group of us went down there together right before the pandemic. It was a blessing, discipleship. We were built up in the word. Church members attended, some, some of them attended online together for the gospel conference virtually in April of 2020. Some of us uh, had watched that and discussed that, um, that, that we're able. What a blessing. Some discipleship going on there. Also, uh, last fall, there was a virtual, what, remember, get that through, you know, through the pandemic, everything was virtual, right? And the For the Church conference there at Midwestern, we, uh, some of us got here together and watched the, the conference and discipleship was happened. Vacation Bible uh, uh, School, VBS was such a great place. Discipleship was going on with kids in our church and kids in our community coming in with great ministry happening. Uh, And during the deacons' meetings, Micah began teaching, edifying monthly devotions where we were uh, being encouraged by the Word of God uh, and and built up as disciples in that meeting. Praise God. The Keenager ministry uh, had a monthly edifying teaching and discussion every time on, on missions and on different topics, and it was such a blessing. And then Pastor Daniel, listen, pastors need discipleship too. It's not just for everybody else. We need to be built up as pastors, as disciples, and be growing in our faith. And, and for that, I want to model to you and let you know uh, that, that I had uh, weekly encouraging accountability in meetings with a friend, another pastor, not in this church, where we would discuss ministry and pray for one another. It's an important thing for pastors to do. Also, I did in 2020, through the pandemic, started and finished a year-long, 40-week cohort, which was online, before online was really, really cool and popular during the pandemic. It started before, and then it ended up providentially being really good because nobody can go anywhere. Uh, An hour a week, uh, 40 different topics of pastoral ministry. What an edifying thing. Pastor Wood is doing that this year and being built up. Right, brother? I, I jump on sometimes to be encouraged by that, even this year. And then I went to the pastor's uh, practical shepherding retreat in Indiana in March of 2021 and been to various uh, Wednesday workshops at Midwestern Theological Seminary to be built up, which is a day thing. I've been with members of this church even uh, to be encouraged uh, by a day down there. And then uh, in terms of discipleship, I had uh, 40 out of the 50 hours that are required for biblical counseling supervision through ACBC, which is titled, or which stands for Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where another pastor, mature and seasoned in the area of caring for people with the Bible in terms of counseling, uh, he's overseen 40 out of 50 hours this year and another 10 on the way, being built up and discipled. A lot of good discipleship going on at First Baptist Church of Gallatin. Next, people were counseled. 
Acts 20.20 says, How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable in teaching you in public. Notice what it says next. And from house to house. So the Apostle Paul obviously cared not just about public preaching and teaching ministry to a group, but also from house to house, caring for one another in that way. I've got that conviction as well that pastors are not only called to public ministry of the word, but also the personal ministry of the word to particular issues and problems in people's lives. God's called pastors to that to shepherd in that way. In 2020, I passed myself, counseled seven different uh, individuals or family units. Um, that would include just someone one-on-one or a married couple or maybe a married couple with children. Ten people in 2020 were counseled. There's 48 hours, or 48 not hours, but 48 formal counseling meetings or sessions in that way, um, ranging from anywhere from an hour to two. Well over 60 hours of biblical counseling ministry went on at this church, through this church, through the ministry of this church, supported by the members of this church. In 2021, Pastor Daniel uh, counseled, I counseled 14 different individuals or family units. Like I said, uh, I explained what that meant. 75 formal counseling meetings ranging from an hour to two hours, well over 90 hours of biblical counseling ministry. Uh, 40 of those, like I mentioned before, uh, were counseling meetings, were supervised by a more seasoned mentor pastor. Praise God for that help. I've grown in a lot of ways from that. And Lord willing, early next year, I'll be certified uh, through ACBC as a biblical counseling pastor in that way. So that, that's been a real good blessing. And you all have been a part of some of you counseled, some of you we've met, and, some of, uh, and, and all of us uh, are, are supporting the work of that kind of ministry uh, to be able to, f- to free up a, a, a pastor to be able to care in those kinds of of ways, And then also in 2020 and 2021, there were two different weddings that Pastor Wood did, and he counseled two couples for premarital counseling, a, a total of four people, of course, two couples. Got to be clear on that these days, I guess. But 15 formal counseling meetings for about over 20 hours of counseling care that Pastor Wood did as well. And let me just add, in those counseling meetings, oftentimes Pastor Wood and then even Ashley was, was gracious enough to be able to be there and to help out in certain contexts that were appropriate with, with different people as well. So praise God for the, for the ministry uh, of counseling um, that has been, doing, been done at our church, through our church. Next, pastors led. Acts 20.28, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. God has given pastors a huge calling to care for the flock, to lead the flock as overseers is one of the terms for a pastor. The pastors met, Wood and I, and we discussed... Uh, er, the pastors led in preaching, teaching, discipleship, and counseling care ministry. We also met and had a weekly pastors meeting to pray for the congregation, encourage one another, discuss discipleship ministry in the church, review the process, uh, uh, review the previous service and sermons, and plan new future services and ministry. We met to lead in these ways every single week. Since I've been here, Pastor Wood, I think every single week we've met uh, for that Great ministry that the Lord has called us in. The pastors led worship services as God has called us to. 
Uh, the pastors led the prayer service as well in 2020. The pastors got our church set up for audio, sermons, and, and podcasts through our site, which we didn't have before. Also in 2020, the pastors worked and researched to set up our church services through streaming on Facebook and our YouTube channel through the pandemic. Tons of pastors out there had to become experts in these things, and we had no clue before. And we led through that way. In 2021, Daniel led uh, child care workers, myself, uh, children's safety training as well because we want to care for uh, our children well and be a safe place for the ministry going on to the kids. The pastors also led in, in going and being a part of the SBC Association involved in two state conventions, one right in, the, in October and during the pandemic last year and then another this year in, in St. Charles last year and Branson this year. And then we also uh, were able to go by God's grace to a national convention meeting in Nashville. We led the way in caring about those things. Now, we had other messengers come with us, praise God, and it's a blessing. That's good ministry that they're doing and that we're all doing together. Also, the deacon served. So, praise God, pastors led. Also, at our church, deacon served. First uh, Timothy 3.13 says this, For those who serve well as deacons gain a good standing for themselves and also great confidence in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. Our deacons served well, and we're thankful for them. The deacon contact care list was maintained. People were praying and reaching out. If you've got a phone call through the pandemic even, uh, or, or if, if, if you've been able to have conversations with care needs with the deacon, you see how they're caring and, and serving our church. There was multiple scenarios of deacon benevolence caring for needs uh, through our church that had come up. COVID-19, there were additional meetings and support needed, and the deacons stepped up big time and were willing to meet and help serve through that difficult season. Uh, Christmas Eve services, we've had one, we had one last year, and we're having another one this year, and they were a part of, of serving and, and being a blessing to our church. Also, they, the deacons led in that intercessory prayer and gospel-motivated giving time, which has always been such an edifying blessing and, and a service to our church. Uh, and then the deacons met uh, monthly for meetings to discuss the ministry needs of our church. Praise God for his work in the deacons. Uh, and they, we also have a, a deacon overseeing the greeting and ushering ministry and, 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 and pulling other people that are involved in that ministry as well. So we're thankful for all that are involved in that. Also, our deacons are so kind to, and to care about uh, the widows of our church, and we had a Naomi banquet, and the deacons um, planned and put that together um, for, our, for our widows this past year. Praise God for the deacons at First Baptist Church of Gallatin. Also, as it relates to the ministry and good things that have, have gone on in our church uh, the trustees fixed and maintained. Now, this is the hardest one to try to find a verse for, but Pastor Wood helped me out in our uh, finance meeting before, and I think it's a good one, and I think it, 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 could, it could work here. So bear with me. Nehemiah 4.6 says this, So we built the wall, and all the wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. And let me say this, our trustees, all of them, have a mind to Work. Praise God for the good ministry and the good service and the good things that the trustees did to fix and maintain our building and a variety of different things. 
the, de- uh, the trustees took care of the infamous bat situation. Praise God. Can I get an amen? Yes, that's a good thing. Uh, air conditioning units replaced and all the coordination and the details. Thank you all for, for doing that. Uh, our trustees put together our ARC play set, which has just been such a blessing to the kids. If you've heard them during Sunday school running around or before or after church, praise God for that. Then, then there was uh, regular f- facility maintenance all the time. They're, they're on it. They're, they're, they're taking care of business. And they also have helped to take care of our parsonage so faithfully. The trustees fixed and maintained. Praise God that we have people called to that service and, and to do that ministry at our church. Also, uh, m- the next one we'll look at is music ministry led worship through song. Colossians 3.16 says this. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Every single week, our music ministry led us in God-glorifying music. Not every church has that. Praise God that we do. That takes coordinating, planning, and then singing and playing and rehearsing. Praise God that we have that here at our church. The last two years, that's been going on faithfully. Our celebration choir, uh, their potlucks and training, the fellowship and ministry and encouragement that has been going on in our music ministry the last two years, and even before I got here, is such a blessing to people. Praise God. Many God-glorifying rehearsals. Four different cantatas, even cantatas through the pandemic. And that wasn't easy. At one time you had... What are those called? The shields. Who would have thought we would need shields for choir rehearsal? I sure didn't. Who would have thought we would need to be uh, online for streaming and things of that nature? I sure didn't. But, but God had different plans. Things went different through the pandemic, right? Good Friday and uh, Thanksgiving community choir services. What a blessing. And then there's going to be a, a, a community choir Christmas concert coming up that... Our church is a big part of, praise God, for the way that First Baptist uh, Church of Gallatin and the music ministry served us so well the last two years. Also, the congregation supported in gospel-motivated giving. 2 Corinthians 9-7 says this, Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Our members generously gave through the COVID-19 pandemic, even when we didn't gather for a season. People were still giving those few months that we, weren't, that we didn't have official gatherings. And then they've continued to give regularly, generously, sacrificially, uh, to maintain and grow ministry, all motivated by the gospel. People have been given, responding to the word of God. The only thing that explains that is people that are converted, they're Christians. And then not only that they're converted, but that they're growing Christians. Because only growing Christians can catch a vision of of cooperatively giving together for the ministry of the church. And our church has been so generous for that and to that. And I want to point that out in the last two years. What a blessing that is. Praise God for the ministry of our church in that way. The congregation has stepped up in wonderful ways, and I want to, for, for us all to just be thankful for that. Next, fellowship was cultivated. And 
there's so many more things that we can add, and I'm sure things were being missed, but I've been brainstorming, and this was a little bit of a last-minute idea to do this for, our, for edification, and, and next year's will be shorter because it'll just be one year, and there'll be other things added, so if I miss anything, let me know, and, and we will add these things next year. But we've had potluck meals, uh, Easter breakfast, what a blessing. The Pastor's Appreciation Month meal was such a blessing, a Christmas meal. We've had many different meals like that, uh, carrying dinners and blessings, and that way where fellowship was cultivated. Sorry, 1 John, I'm going to read the passage, 1 John 1, 3, I skipped over that. Um, that which we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, so that you, may, you too may have fellowship with us, and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Fellowship was cultivated. We also had that park barbecue fellowship where we had the concert to enjoy and the softball game. The Brotherhood uh, Fishing Tournament was a blessing. Uh, The bi-monthly women's coffee on Fridays, which is such an encouragement. We had a Valentine's dinner way back when in 2020, if you remember that. Um, That was all a jumbled time. But we had a Valentine's dinner back in 2020. If you don't remember, we did. Uh, Then also, uh, there's a baby shower. What a blessing that is. Uh, There was a, a, a teenager ministry Every single month, the fellowship that I was able to participate and see, what a blessing for that ministry. We had two Super Bowl fellowship gathering get-togethers where we had even a devotion at halftime. And one of them was here in 2020, and then one of them was at my home in 2021. But a blessing, good fellowship was had there, Christians getting together. Uh, multiple reach youth group outings and events. This is too many to, uh, uh, to, to name, but I remember many of them. Them, and uh, what a blessing that is. Fellowship cultivated. Pioneer Club, good fellowship was cultivated there, even amongst the leaders and, and in, in the interactions. And then in VBS, that whole week of every day being together as, as uh, those of us who are serving. And then we had that wonderful, encouraging meal here, barbecue. And then we had the fellowship at the pool all together. What a great memory. What a great time to remember. These are blessings of our church where fellowship is cultivated. And last but not least, people were cared for and served. Philippians 2, 3 through 5 says this, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others, having this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. For the last two years, we've sent out Christmas boxes to children in need. Praise God for that. Meals were made and given and prepared and bread dropped off and different things through the pandemic. Praise God for that care. The meals on the Pioneer Club and youth Every Wednesday night was prepared by generous, giving church members for the last two years when we've had those meetings. There were meal trains that were set up through the office and then carried out by members of our church to care for people in need. We had blood drives at our church, which was a good thing for us to do in our community and in our church. What a blessing. Uh, Youth group gave clothing and food and school supplies to, to, to different youth that were in need. There were hospital visits as much as possible through the pandemic and phone calls and prayers due to pandemic limitations. Uh, there were pastoral home visits in 2020 and 2021. 
there were funerals that were conducted and hospitality uh, and co- the committee prepared meal in one occasion that I remember and, and praise God for that. That's people were cared for and served. Then there's special missions offerings given. Uh, six of them now were on our sixth from MMO to Annie Armstrong and Lottie Moon in 2020 and 21. What a, a blessing for the way that our church has responded and given. And then there's benevolence that our church has been given to. I, I mentioned that. But then also through the ministerial alliance in this town and cooperation. A lot of good ministry and needs have been made throughout our Church. So as we look at those 10 different categories as we close, um, those 10 different things that are up there on the screen or in your, in your handout, it's oftentimes um, we don't see all the things that are going on through our church, and I didn't even list everything. We don't always know how and what thing, what, what's going on and how God is working in and through members of our church. Uh, but it's helpful to see, it's helpful to be encouraged by them and to give glory to God. Because if it wasn't for the gospel saving Christians like us, none of this would happen. This church wouldn't be here. None of this ministry would happen. None of the public ministry, none of the personal ministry, none of the care, the fellowship, none of the singing, uh, none of, of any of it would happen. It wouldn't if it wasn't for God transforming hearts, even as we saw this morning in our sermon on justification from Galatians. If God had not justified the ungodly, if he had not declared righteous and transformed the ungodly uh, so that they might live their lives to glorify him, none of this ministry happens. I hope we're all encouraged by this ministry as we move on to the additional reports, and then we close out our time. I'm going to pray as we move on to the rest of our meeting. Father, we thank you for all that you've done in and through our church the last few years. We trust, Lord, that you would continue on into 2022 with good ministry here at First Baptist Church of Gallatin. We do want to glorify you in everything that we do. We do want to lift up your name and praise you and do what you've called us to do. We're thankful as we've seen all these things that have been going on. These are things that you called churches to do. And we're thankful that we've seen them the last two years. And we just pray for more of that into the future. Would you encourage every single person here who's served in a variety of ways in this church, who've taught and, and who've prayed for one another and who've met needs for each other and who've been a part of the variety of ministries throughout our church, which are too many to even list. Thank you for every single one of the individuals in this room that I know are serving these ways. And then everybody who's not here this evening, thank you for them as well. We pray for more of that great work in 2022. And we just pray, Lord, that you would continue to be glorified in and through our church. We say this in Christ's name. Amen.